Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. Time for the biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. Max Verstappen, two-time world champion. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. It's just blasphemous. Let me finish. Let you finish. I'll let you talk. Every weekday, it's my sport. It's your sport. It's CFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a Wednesday evening. Good evening, Zimbabwe. Welcome to ZFM Sport. And as promised on our Monday show, the comeback show, we promised to do a special 2022 domestic recap of all the major sporting codes in Zimbabwe as we set up what we hope will be an enthralling year for Zimbabwe sport in season 2023. And in the studio to talk about season 2022, we've got Chris Meadzi, Barry Manandi, myself, Mike Madoda, and our producer is Sean Tafir. Alois Mungira should be joining us a bit later. We'll also have, of course, news updates from around the world with stops in Australia, India, as well as the United States of America. After our play of the day, it's time for the beautiful game. Now, Eamon Mahios uh, became the match winner for Algeria in successive African Nation Championship Chan matches as the host beat Ethiopia 1-0 to reach the quarterfinals. In England, Antonio Conte has questioned why managers are left to face all the difficult questions while those in charge of of Premier League clubs stay silent and then in Spain Yannick Carrasco's agent Pini Zahavi has confirmed that Atletico's uh, winger is keen on a move to Barcelona as part of a deal that would see Memphis Depay move the other way <laughs> ZFM stereo is untouchable And of course, you're a big part of our show. How do you get uh, in touch with us? Uh, get in touch with us on our WhatsApp platform, 0731-168-045, where you can uh, have your say your way on ZFM Sport. That number again, 0731-168-045. We're also on Twitter and Facebook, where you can follow and interact with at ZFM Sport. And don't forget, for those of us who can't catch us live, and you know they love the show, they're followers of the show, well, tell them we're available as a podcast on their Facebook favorite podcast platforms whether it's apple google or sportify just simply search for zfm sport and subscribe before we take a look back at season 2022 let's keep you up to date with what's happening in 2023 with your local sports news roundup with chris the home front local sports news and analysis
come to the home front quickly in cricket news today Zimbabwe clinched a last ball win at, in a rain hit thriller as the Chevron's wicket keeper Clive Manande, Madande struck the winning four runs for a three wicket win via the Duckworth Lewis method on the opening one day international against Ireland the visitors captain Andy Balburny struck 121 before retiring hurt as Ireland posted 288 for four or 50 overs the Chevron's then magnificently sealed that victory as they chased the revised target of 214 for 7 in 37 overs to take a 1-0 lead in the three-match ODI series. Cricket continuing to make us happy and it's really great that they've gotten uh, the ODI series with a lead. That's a right start to get off to and uh, listen, always uh, positive when you start a series this way uh, and also good to see that uh, Sikander Azza coming straight back into the team and uh, getting in and amongst the runs. Ryan Burr, purple patch of form, still continuing with the bat so I think that uh, everything is looking positive but Ireland and Zimbabwe I don't know what is 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 up with any time we meet it's always exciting <laughs> let's get over to some netball news the Zimbabwe senior netball team is targeting a number of friendly matches with strong opposition as it ramps up preparations for the World Cup which will be staged in South Africa in July James coach Ropafadzom Tsauki said there was a lot of work to be done in the next few months to get the team ready for the global showcase and we'll finish off with handball news it was another tough day for Zimbabwe at the ongoing International Handball Federation Trophy Continental phase after suffering their second defeat at the hands of Guinea in Brazzaville. Zimbabwe is competing in the junior under 20 category and they lost 41 to 13 against Guinea. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. Uh, season 2022 in the world of sport and today we are of course having a recap of that season on the home front we're going to be taking a look at football cricket, rugby, netball, boxing tennis as well as golf on the show but before we get to the sport guys I, I was listening to the news earlier on the station and Shep is talking about I think uh, the son of the president of Equatorial Guinea Yes. Who yes, nicked yes. a whole plane, <laughs> sold plane. and sold <laughs> an entire aeroplane. <laughs> now, that that takes some stones. That takes some proper stones because, listen, uh, it's a plane. You're, oh. you're hardly going to slip, slip it in okay, your back. But, okay, but come on, come on. You guys remember that scandal coming out of West Africa where there was a guy who managed to sell an airport that huh? did not exist to investors that were out in Australia. An entire airport did not exist, managed to lock down this deal, millions, and then they got to, I think it was Nigeria, and discovered this airport does not doesn't even exist. <laughs> Shucks, you know. Guys. So, I mean, they, they 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 do corruption differently uh, in, 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 in West Africa. But this guy, I mean, and he's the son of the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decides, yeah. you know what, he's going to sell. I think he, he sold it somewhere in the Canary Islands or yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. of course, uh, a, a Spanish province. Sold yeah. it to someone out there. <laughs> a whole plane goes missing. Goes missing. And uh, I think his brother now, older brother, is the vice president. 
and he's had him arrested. <laughs> so, so there's a bit of family feud. Yeah. You can't write no, this he, stuff. You he, can't write this gonna stuff. going to be a rap on the knuckles. Yeah. I, I don't think any, like what? Your oldest brother is going to be like my lady. Yeah, Ngaiyure. Ngaiyure. It's not going to anyway, happen. Let's talk sports. <laughs> let's talk sports. <laughs> let's go to the football, guys. And of course, I think um, uh, season 2022 will always be remembered as uh, one of the seasons, of course, or the season that FC Platinum were crowned Castle Lager Premier Soccer League champions for the fourth successive season as they cantered to the title after what was a slow start to finish with a 21-match unbeaten streak. Uh, Mulawayo Chiefs, they claimed their first major trophy since their promotion to the top flight in 2018 by clinching the Chibuku Super Cup after beating Her Rentals 1-0 in the final. And uh, as far as national team action is concerned, no national teams took part in international competition as Zimbabwe is suspended by FIFA for government interference in February. Barry, your 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 assessment of that season, first of all, starting, of course, with the domestic scene as well as the challenges that we're facing uh, at association level. Sure. Um, uh, do we, were we given two hours, by the way? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, 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 I think the first part is that uh, I think we need to put a lot more respect on FC Platinum's name uh, because you talked about the fact that they went 21 matches unbeaten. They, they uh, I think at one stage during that run, they went 11 games on the spin without conceding a goal. Uh, 14 games in total without uh, uh, with clean sheet, 14 clean sheets in total. I, I think that is uh, the dominance that uh, FC Platinum achieved in the past season and doing so, having pressed what we called on this show, the reset button uh, by introducing a whole lot of young bloods uh, into that team uh, and uh, putting to pasture some of the older legs. So I think that uh, FC Platinum has got it absolutely right and also a jittery start at the start of the season. So I think there's a lot of respect that needs to be put on the FC Platinum. The thing that uh, perhaps uh, worries me and should concern uh, the rest of the league, Chris, is that when you take a look at this, uh, the, the present FC Platinum squad and team, it's not the best that FC Platinum have had. No. They've had better squads with far better players, uh, but this team was actually, I think, the most dominant team they've actually had. So I think it's something that people should be taking a look at and realizing that, you know what, it's not really about good players alone at no. FC Platinum. It's about the institution that they've managed to build at Mandava in Zishavan, as well as the coach that they have. He's a coach of the plan. Yeah, and he he's shown us, I think there was a bit of criticism at some point um, in terms of the way Norman Rapiza was playing previously. I'm, I'm going to call it the pre-COVID Norman Rapiza. Mm. Post-COVID Norman Rapiza comes in, revamps this team, shows us something different and in the middle of the season is when these changes happen and it's a, it's a bit of a slippery slope but FC Platinum finds their feet and I think it's more an indictment on the rest of the league and the quality of the football that's being played in our Premier League because how was a team able to press the reset button and maintain their position at the top in a single season um, it's, it's highly concerning yeah it's highly concerning and uh, it only speaks to the fact that uh, FC Platinum will probably be the odds on favourites uh, to retain their crown this season as well especially with con- Continuity uh, and uh, coach Norman Mapeza uh, managing, of course, to add one or two uh, other players into what is already a very efficient team. Bulawayo Chiefs uh, managing to win themselves silverware, Barry, but uh, uh, off the field, it was chaos uh, for the fashionable side on social media. Again, great, great, uh, yeah, fashionable side. Well put, Michael. Uh, the, 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 the troublemakers on social media. Um, the, the, I, I think that 
there is huge credit to be paid uh, to the Lara Chiefs players. Um, they went into that uh, Chibuku Super Cup uh, uh, Cup final. I haven't gone, I think it was at that stage, four months without getting a salary. Uh, they, they, uh, the, the club was in financial turmoil, uh, but still managing to, to sort of uh, uh, tighten their bootstraps and get that trophy outright. Uh, we understand that uh, there seems to be things that have happened at Lara Chiefs and, and some of that has been solved. But going into that uh, tournament as a whole and then the final specifically, uh, they had huge struggles. So credit to them for winning it outright over a herental side who themselves had a phenomenal cup run and a great season, uh, finishing, I think, in fifth, was it, uh, in uh, overall in the league and then uh, getting to the Chibuku Super Cup final. Uh, Gerald Marumahoko is out in Chinoy. Good evening to you, Gerald. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the show and the station. You say, good evening, guys. I'm loving the show. We are loving it too, Jerry. Uh, keep locked uh, to ZFM. Hello, sports team. I had the privilege to Google Chris Meadzi. My God, that's <laughs> she is pretty. No shortage of admirers in season 2023, Chris. Uh, clearly we are <laughs> continuing on fine form. Well I like that. Uh, and someone just said, let's shut it down. Said some fire emojis and some hearts. Uh, and then another message here, of course, digressing from the sport. It's SJ. I'm still on the subject of unthinkable heists on the 25th of May, 2003. So this must be factual. Man's yeah, pulled out the exactly. gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a Boeing 727 registered uh, N8 He's got the registration <laughs> N844AA was stolen from Quattro de Ferraviario Airport Luanda, Angola prompting a worldwide search by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI and the CIA No trace of the aircraft has since been found Where do you hide a plane? But it's like that Malaysian Airways. What happened to that plane, guys? No, but that... That started washing up in bits and pieces, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. it it washed up, so it crashed. Yeah. Uh, But this one that was swiped from Luanda, my goodness. Where do you hide a plane? Because what do you do? You fly under the radar and then get to some hangar Put it in there, repaint the sucker and, 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 and bounce. But no, the flight equipment still identifies it. As, yeah, you yeah. know, it's, it's like, guys, uh, there, there's a study that actually say that uh, I think Nigeria has been prejudiced off tens of billions of dollars by people who siphon off uh, oil from the national pipeline. What? So Jeez. these are actually officials, Nigerian ah, officials, who shucks. go, we're connect a pipe now. Yes. And, and then the, they're actual and tankers. <laughs> tankers that come in and load up on <laughs> crude oil. Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Tankers. Yeah, tankers that come and no, load that's, up that's on crude oil uh, and then go to, so they, they go big or go home. Crime, the crime like, is done differently <laughs> in West Africa. <laughs> and how are you sports gurus? No matter, Kadonzo out in Chinoy. Let's move from the football and from the crime to the cricket, where, of course, we've been speaking good things about I Zimbabwe noticed, cricket. I noticed you left out the national teams in the football. Side. Yeah, completely. They, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. You know what we'll do? We're yeah. going to commit a day where we just got to speak about the latest developments. Uh, because I think as far as the Football Association is concerned, uh, there have been a few, uh, I think there have been some movements There's over the moves. last couple of weeks. Yeah. So let's dedicate a show right where we're just... missteps. Yeah, we're going to just oh. uh, hit it on the head and yeah. uh, talk about it. So uh, the less said about uh, the association today, <laughs> the better. Let's talk cricket and uh, we're not going to camp out on the cricket because we have been covering a lot of cricket uh, this month and even in the months, of course, leading into uh, the Christmas season here. But Zimbabwe cricket is 
is enjoying, of course, uh, and enjoyed a fruitful year of regular international cricket action, uh, which was capped off by the Chevrons advancing to the Super 12 stage of the T20 World Cup in Australia and at the World Cup the Chevrons enjoying thrilling wins over Pakistan Ireland who are in town as well as Scotland and I think the key there Chris is that we had regular international cricket yes and we saw a definitive change in direction and also a change in form in terms of our cricket we started enjoying some really good results and I think uh, that Super 12 stage at the T20 World Cup was really the marker to say something different is happening mm. at mm. Zimbabwe cricket I think going to this tournament we wanted you know the, the boys to perform yeah. well we yeah. wanted to not get embarrassed mm-hmm. and they managed to do more than that and surpass expectations which I think is always good I think now it's um, for Dave Houghton to continue doing that good work at Zimbabwe Cricket. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know what, uh, they did uh, give us an indication that they would be quite competitive uh, when they beat Australia on Australian soil Mm. uh, in that one-day international series uh, tour that they actually had Mm. uh, in Australia. And I think that should have been an indicator that Zimbabwe is well able uh, to compete. Now, there have been some debates, Barry, on social media. I don't know where you stand, and I I know this might be an affront to you, but (laughs) a lot of people have been postulating on social media especially on Twitter, that cricket has overtaken football in terms of popularity. Where do you stand? No, no, it hasn't. Um, I think there there is a a groundswell of uh, support for cricket. Uh, But I think when you consolidate the numbers, I think uh, football still is... It's still way ahead for you. It's still still on national Uh, pastime. It's still still national um, because I think, yes, there is a good following uh, uh, for cricket. They're they're getting good crowds at Mm. the Rari Sports Club, uh, most certainly. Uh, But I think people are looking at a crowd at the National Sports Stadium uh, for a Herentos versus Yada game. uh, And then... uh, Compared with the national team game. Yeah, yeah, because I, I think we should also then be asking yeah. the question, Chris, that, okay, people are, like what Barry is saying, taking a look at the, the, the Premier Soccer League games, mm-hmm. uh, which apart from maybe Barber Fields and a few mm-hmm. games uh, elsewhere, uh, they have been relatively poorly patronised. Yeah. But I think we should be not comparing apples with oranges. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What we should be doing is saying, okay, let's take a look at the franchise cricket in Zimbabwe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When uh, Eagles is playing Mountaineers, mm-hmm. when Southern Rocks is playing against Matabeleland. Yeah. How many people are there watching? Because that's the same level as Dynamos versus Highlanders. And then we compare the national team with the national team. Exactly. I I think you have to compare like for like. And I would even go as far as to say, I would ask anyone arguing that to just go onto the street, ask 10 people to name five franchise sides Mm. in in, in our local local cricket (laughs) So so here's the thing. Let's ask the question. If the national team was playing the Chevrons, uh, is playing at Harare Sports Club uh, and there's a big football game okay uh, let's not even use the, the Warriors okay let's just say uh, Dynamos and Highlanders were playing where would you go where would I go yeah where would you go now let's ask uh, guys who oh, are okay, up there yeah, listening okay, you know, yeah, get exactly, in touch yeah, with us 100%. with your response where would yep. you go if the national team was playing let's say India was in town the national team is playing India or the national team is playing <laughs> Bangladesh and then Dynamos and Highlanders were playing at Rufaro Stadium where would you go as a sports fan send us uh, your thoughts on 0731-168-045 that's 0731-168-045 would love to know where your allegiances lie do they lie with football which traditionally has been the national pastime or is it cricket which is on an amazing high at the moment also on a high Netball. The Gems are off to the World Cup. And of course, they defeated Zambia 
59-41 in the bronze medal match of the Africa qualifiers to book their second appearance at the World Cup. They first participated in the 2019 edition held in Liverpool. And their coach, Robafadzum Tsaouki, says he's thrilled that his side has made it two in a row. Barry, they'll be better for the experience, won't they? They will be. Um, I'm a little saddened by the fact that uh, how quickly we settle uh, as uh, Zimbabweans because uh, already we think that uh, we have a divine right to be there so it's just going to happen um, again the preparations the the, the noise the, the build up to that hasn't been uh, sufficient to try and finish better mm. uh, than our previous uh, performance so uh, again uh, another uh, NSA that is thinking that by being there we're going to be better than we were the last so time you, you not think knowing they've, that they've, they've, they actually view uh, the qualification a success, a success and that's that's a big problem uh, and then also we're not good learners um, we, we see it with football we've how many Afghans have we attended we uh, we haven't seen the progression uh, and then now we've got netball going to World Cups we need to learn from our previous experiences and then move on from that well at least they're going to the World Cup uh, well in rugby <laughs> Chris the Sables uh, missing out on qualification yeah. for next year's Rugby World Cup after finishing fourth in the 2022 Rugby Africa Cup which doubled up as the qualifiers for the World Cup which of course will be played in France now Barry talked about uh, preparations uh, he talked about you know uh, putting structures and Learning. getting sponsorship, <laughs> sponsorships in place Rugby did all that yeah. and more and uh, they really built the expectation yeah. uh, of the nation. They fell short. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and I think it's indicative of just where our level really is when mm. it comes to rugby. I think that the team at Zimbabwe Rugby have managed to, I think it's season after season when it comes to whether it's the Gold Cup, World Cup qualifiers. Mm. There's a very good run in terms of marketing. Everybody knows what's going on. There's brilliant social media work. The sponsors come on board. It looks really, really good. Mm. And we're incredibly hopeful. But when they get to these stages, it invariably falls apart, unfortunately. Mm. You've got to perform on the field. You've got yeah, to perform game must on be the played. field. Yeah. The game must be played, unfortunately. But I, I would like to see in the next few years, and I think we're seeing it now, where um, there's a lot more rugby being played at um, the lower levels. So you're under 18s, under 17s, mm. under 19s, or going out to Cape Town as well. There's a lot more there. I think that's where we should be looking. Yeah, I think yeah. focusing on the national, the national team. team side that's been let down for such a long period yeah. we're just seeing the result of a 10 year period yeah. where Zimbabwe rugby wasn't doing what it was supposed I, to I, I was going to ask you Barry and uh, just uh, to build on what Chris is talking about mm. then did they bite off a little bit more than they could chew were they too ambitious in terms of wanting to achieve things in two or three years yet like uh, Chris pointed out the sport has been in flux for 10-15 years for sure um, and uh, also we tried to sort of weld together uh, players who were coming together from different uh, uh, parts, uh, mm-hmm. predominantly Cape Town. <laughs> players who were coming from all over the world to try and and, and make this this thing that could that could this Frankenstein that could qualify for the World Cup. And sometimes it comes or sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but what really gets you going, Morocco has shown the way in football. Uh, what really gets you going is having the structures uh, that can carry you through a campaign of this nature. Look at the good work being done by. 
Sean D'Souza and uh, the, the, the team at the under-19s. That needs to be built upon. That's just the foundation. They're dominating the Barthes Cup every time they're they, they, they called to it. So that domina- domin- dominance at uh, the Barthes Cup level needs to translate to us seeing a pathway for those players getting into the into the senior side and all sorts. So I think there's a there's a platform upon which you can build, uh, but it's got to be built upon. There's no shortcuts. Well, we're not going to add rugby into the question we were asking about where would you go? Because uh, <laughs> I think they will be lagging behind. <laughs> You'll find very few people going to the, uh, what is it, the exchange machinery stadium? Machinery, yeah, machinery, machinery exchange. exchange. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Your dyslexia. Just <laughs> call it Harare Sports Club, no, somebody. It's, Come it's on. The machinery exchange rugby stadium. The machinery exchange rugby stadium. You see, that's why no fans go, because no one knows <laughs> where it is. Chris. No one knows. <laughs> you ask people, to, listen, let's meet up at the machinery exchange. They don't know, where? What? We're <laughs> going to put on Google But just say, hey, let's meet up at Harare Sports Club. Sports Club, yeah. That's it. It's fine. And I know what you guys want to Exchange Rugby Stadium is at Harare Sports Club finish. That's too long. That's too long. But anyway, uh, a reminder, of course, we are are asking, where would you go if uh, the Chevrons were in action at Harare Sports Club, playing Bangladesh, playing Ireland, playing India, and Dynamos was playing Highlanders in the biggest match uh, on the domestic football calendar at Rufaro in the same city. Where would you find yourself going? Are you? (laughs) Or if you're in Bulawayo, Queens or Barberfields, where are you heading to? Let us know on our WhatsApp platform. And I can see the messages already streaming in 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. Straight after our play of the day, we're going to be reading as many of your messages as we can. Now, let's wrap it up with a quick look. At three sporting disciplines that, of course, have made a dent positively and, in some cases, negatively uh, on the Zimbabwe sports scene in season 2022. Starting with boxing, where boxer Kudakwashi take uh, money. Chawandira retained her WBC interim super bantamweight title after winning her fight against Mexico's Zulu Munoz. She did so by a unanimous decision in front of an enthusiastic local crowd at the Rainbow Towers International Conference Center in October. And you must say that she won a lot of advice admirers than she mm-hmm. Chris she's quite a personality very vibrant yeah, very confident very very um What's the word when you can just like someone mm. because they're just a really cool person? There's a word for it, but I forget. Anyway, mm. she's... That's what he's saying about you. <laughs> so she, she's a very likable character. And mm. I think also um, there was a bit of good work done in terms of building up her story for people to relate to. Mm. I just would like to see someone actually working on her personal brand. I know she's mm-hmm. got management, mm-hmm. but I... I almost see her content by her personal trainer mm-hmm. who posts her content. Yeah. Uh, we, we see what's happening with her mm. day. Um, we see a couple of other people posting when they see her. But I want to see her being managed properly because she has to reap the benefits of this now. The yeah. thing about sport is yeah. you've got to hit it while it's hot. Yeah, yeah. If you don't rake in the money like now where she's hot, and, it's over. And sport, sport are in a pension. And Barry, you, you two guys are marketers. I mean, acclaimed marketers. Uh, and here's the thing. I think... A corporate backing someone like her mm-hmm. uh, doesn't even cost much. No. Uh, 
Uh, I mean, I'm taking a look at even at just modestly uh, a 30,000 US dollar budget for the year. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And you will be able, first of all, to transform her life personally, mm-hmm. uh, her training regimes and things like that. But if you did it cleverly, you'd actually get bang for your buck because she's one of the premier athletes that we have in the yeah. nation right now. She is. And she, listen, the, the truth is she's not bad looking either. So it, that, that also helps. Uh, and and in truth, with her... Uh, with you got competition, Chris. With her nickname... <laughs> <laughs> with, with, with her nickname, uh, I'm surprised one of the banks, which actually has a pale flight that would yes. easily fit into yeah. uh, uh, this, hasn't hasn't taken it up mm. and, uh, as yet. And like you said, it's a modest budget yeah. uh, in terms of sports. Sports. Really. Yeah. Uh, Sponsor. Ah, yeah. Okay, just put your teeth back in. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> put my dentures back in. Sports sponsorship. From a sports sponsorship perspective, it's, it's a low buy-in. Uh, so, I think that uh, the banks, it's, it's the a corporates... Winner. Yeah, it's yeah. a, it's a winner. winner. Let's the wrap bank. it up uh, with tennis. Where uh, In March, Zimbabwe were relegated to the Davis Cup World Group 3 after a 3-1 loss to El Salvador. Just to think, we used to play the likes of Andre Agassi and the United States of America on the Association of Tennis Professionals ATP Challenger Tour, Zimbabwe's top-ranked professional tennis player Benjamin Locke won three doubles titles with, uh, without his brother Courtney who was hampered by injury for most of the season and in golf Zimbabwe's premier golf competition the Zimbabwe Open made a welcome return after a four-year absence due to the COVID-19 pandemic and other logistical challenges South Africa's Albert Venta recorded his maiden sunshine tour victory as he won the event that was played on two courses first at Chapman and of course being uh, ending up at Royal Harare Golf Course. Coming up, we take you around the world in 60 stops in Australia, uh, India, as well as the US. Hi, my name is Ryan Kenz, Sunshine Tour professional golfer, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds, international sports news. We take off in Australia where Rafael Nadal admitted to feeling destroyed mentally after straight sets defeat to American Mackenzie Donald in the Australian Open second round. Mike, I saw, I think, a tweet of yours. Mm. You're saying maybe he's saving his energy for the But disappointing loss. Uh, you don't expect uh, Rafael Nadal, who's the defending champion, to be knocked out in his second match at Roland Garros. Still in Australia, incoming Wallaby boss Eddie Jones has vowed to make the team super fit leading into the World Cup this year while reverting to a more attacking style of rugby. In India, opener Shubman Gill hit a career-best 208 to take India to 349 for eight in the first one-day international against New Zealand. Needing 350 to win, New Zealand were unable to make that total and India won by 12 runs. We'll head over to the United States where we touched down. Paul George returned from a five game absence but the star guard could not shake the LA Clippers out of their funk as they lost 120 to 110 at the Phil- to the Philadelphia 76ers for their eighth loss in 10 games Fan zone. get in touch with the team and have your say your way operator Right, uh, lots of people wanted to have their say on the show. 0731-168-0445. Join them uh, on the WhatsApp platform. Charles in Bulawayo uh, says, Hi, ZF, Team ZFM, man's great show. I feel for now I would watch the Chevrons, but only if you're winning in the game or at least are competitive. Guys, <laughs> is anyone really watching Chan in Algeria? So, is it the winning, Chris, that's drawing people to Harare Sports Club? It's if they start losing, the crowds will wilt. 
Completely. Um, no one wants to go and watch their team being clapped. So effectively, when you hear about a team winning, and also I think the atmosphere at Zimbabwe Cricket, uh, well, at Harare Sports Club, mm. has been captured all over social media. So you see that kind of fun, and your reaction is, you know what? I, I want a bit of entertainment today. That's where I'm going to head out to. So I think there's been a part to play in terms of social media. I see they, they've got some influencers coming out there as well. So I think there's a bit of marketing that took place. Also, the winning helps. I don't recall crowds like this when we were in the slump. Regardless yeah. of how bored people were, yeah. no one was tripping out to Harare no, Sports Club. No one was. And, and I think the fact that you talked about atmosphere, Chris, I can see the Harare Sports Club atmosphere being a challenge uh, to uh, Queen Sports Club. I think they're going to be highly motivated yeah. to make sure that the next tour that goes to Queen Sports Queens, Club, and yeah. I think we got one in February. Mm, I think it's mm. the West Indies that are coming over to, yeah. to Zimbabwe. To I think we're going to have a phenomenal atmosphere yeah, out in Bulawayo because, first of all, they don't get a lot of international cricket, mm-hmm. and secondly, they'll want to just get uh, to, to just you know what, get one, one over, over yeah. uh, Harare Sports Club. Mm. So, uh, I think uh, Queen Sports Club is going to be the place to be. BV in Kulumani, lots of messages coming out of Kontu Trans. Good evening, sports team, good show. I would go to Barber Fields, the atmosphere at BF when Boso and Dimbare play is electrifying and beats anything. If it's a Drofaro, I'll go watch the cricket. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> oh, man, that's interesting. Um, apples apples with apples, guys? Um, yes, our sports club is filling up, but I saw a Warrior side that was struggling to get into the main qualifier for the World Cup playing Somalia. And I saw the National Sports Stadium uh, 60, 70% full. Even though the Warriors were in a bad moment. I, I don't think it's so. going to happen now. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're suspended. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, I don't think so. I think we, we're going to have to... Zimbabwe football is going to have to win over. Uh, people back, even yeah. the Warriors themselves. Reckon- they're gonna, uh, they're gonna have to put in some, yeah. some. Even I, to be honest, right now, uh, where I am, uh, the Warriors now are just. What, what is, what is the team? Who is the team? Yeah, who's in the team? Who's in the team? How many people so, so, have retired? So, 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 so a couple. Of, uh, how so, many? No, so, so a couple of so things. They're gonna have to. Have to they're gonna have to. First of all, appointment yeah. of a coach. Yeah, of a really good excites, coach yes. who excites uh, uh, the, the the populace, and then. Also, recruitment of play, the, the likes of, let's say, if we're able to to swing Reese Nelson from Arsenal, and 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 he he, he agrees to play for Zimbabwe, uh, and, no, and 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 guys, that's, I, I think that's that will bring people. That's a bit ambitious at this stage. Yeah, yeah but because, even uh, then, we, are, I, we are we are in the dumps. I think we, we had are. a good we had a good chance before the ban yeah. to try and lure people, but now because we were talking about a team with knowledge of Sona, with Karma Billiard, yeah. uh, with players of that ilk. Uh, um, and now you're taking a look, even Marvelous Nakamba. Where is his career? Yeah. It's in limbo. Yeah, it's in limbo. Man yeah. hasn't kicked a ball in anger in I don't know how many. I mean, he, if he's lucky, he sits on the bench. At this yeah. stage, we've just got Marshall Munetzi, we've got uh, Tino Khadiwere and uh, Teenage Khadiwere. Yeah, so they're going to have to work. I yeah, think the first two, three games, Chris, will be critical for them. Absolutely critical. But I think what's happening in terms of the apathy, um, we're seeing it at PSL level, where regardless of what happens, there's general apathy for Zimbabwean football. So I, I think unless Zimbabwe... I don't know, I was about to call them Zimbabwe cricket. Um, <laughs> Zimbabwe football are very intentional about winning people over. Even with those wins coming along, I, I think it's still going to be a bit tough going. Can, can I touch on a very sensitive subject as well? I, I feel that, touch is, it. That, 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 is, that is affecting. Touch it. Uh, is 
where are the the big personalities, the big storytellers, as far as Zimbabwe football is concerned, oh, yeah. when it comes to TV and radio commentary? Mean, where no, are no. the big... I don't commentate. I'm not a commentator. But you're, you're a carrier of the story. No, but I don't commentate. I was, I, I was, I was not drawn into... Uh, getting an interest in football because I heard analysis. <laughs> no, it's Fair because enough. I was tuned into a radio and I heard commentary. Yes. Yeah, riveting it was, commentary. It was gripping. Yeah. It was riveting. You don't get that in any platform in Zimbabwe football. No. And yet, around the world, if you go, each country has got identifiable personalities mm -hmm. that are storytellers and that are the, the go-to people. Yeah. If you go to England, there's Drury, yes. there's yeah. Martin Tyler. If you go yeah. to South Africa, there's Zama Masondo, Baba uh, Muteta, mm. Mark Gleeson. Yeah. yeah. We, who are these people for us? Charles Mabika now yeah. looks like he's in Steve retired Vickers, mode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Vickers doesn't get a lick. Uh, it doesn't get an opportunity. Opportunity. Uh, we we hear him. He's good enough to commentate. Yeah, uh, internationally. Internationally, at a, at a uh, he's never given a platform or hardly gives a platform here at home, and yet he's calling out games at Chad. And so, you, know, and you know what? There's, there's a prophet is not without uh, honor. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's move on from that touch on. As for me, cricket every day. It's Rich Gama in Fio. I'll, you, I'll choose Takashinga over Guanzura. So he's localized it to, to his, his hood. Uh, hi, ZFM Sport. As we wrap it up, family, I hope you had a great festive holiday. May the Rafael Nadal era, maybe Hans is coming to an end. Remember, uh, that's what was, what was happening to Serena Williams during her last playing the days and this of course is coming from Chris let's not forget that Rafa Nadal won two Grand Slams uh, last year yeah, uh, just last and, year yeah just last year and then he's got Roland Garros coming up yeah, uh, as, yeah as the next Grand Slam mm. so that's going to be very interesting I think if he loses that one I think he may well start now to consider his place yeah. in the game. Yeah, but if he wins that one, mm. uh, I think he's got every motivation to say, you know what, hang on. And he usually does well at the American Open. Yeah. Uh, so remember, at the American Open, he was uh, in the semifinal. What is it? The, the, is it the fi semifinal? Semifinal. And then he was injured mm, just yeah, before yeah. he played. Exactly. So he looked good for that one as well. And then uh, just um, uh, one more here. Hi, guys. I'll go for cricket. Football is dead. And that is Tim in Epworth. So a lot of support coming through for cricket. Your, your hit mu music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues. The big teams. The big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. The beating drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. Well, the African Nations Championship is on and Eamon Mahios uh, became the match winner for Algeria in successive uh, Chan matches as the hosts beat Ethiopia 1-0 to reach the quarterfinals. In the other Group A match played last night, Mozambique uh, came from a goal down to beat Libya 3-2 as they boosted their chances of advancing to the quarterfinals. That's, Mike, the, the story of tournament football, isn't it? We have been waxing lyrical about the good things happening in Ethiopian football, but you've got to win matches. 
matches. And if you don't win matches, you can likely uh, just be a, a byword of a tournament in which you so much was expected. Yes, absolutely. Playing good football, but uh, you need an end result. You need yep. uh, you need a product uh, at the end of all the hard work that Ethiopia has put in. But the good thing for them is that they're there. They qualified mm. for this tournament, and there are so many other nations that have failed to do so. But uh, the good story for Chan for the tournament uh, itself as well as for the organizers are the performances of Algeria the hosts I think it's always good for the vibe around the tournament when the hosts are doing well Uh, if the nation believes the stadiums invariably they get packed even some of the games featuring nations that uh, they have no interest in Mm. but because there's such a feel good factor and everyone wants to make sure the tournament is a success Uh, and I think it's important that Algeria goes all the way Algeria doing uh, very well and uh, I suppose uh, going to be a little bit aided by the fact that Morocco Morocco has had challenges getting to the tournament because there are no direct flights uh, out of Morocco into Algeria. Just the geopolitics uh, coming into play against uh, football in that regard. Tonight's matches, uh, Group B, DRC takes on Côte d'Ivoire. That match is currently on. Uh, at halftime, it is nil all. Uh, a few yellow cards flashing there, so a very feisty affair uh, between the two. And then tonight, uh, later on tonight at 9pm, Senegal takes on Uganda. All the rivalry. Stars. There goes Haaland. He's on his way again. He's hungry. He's scored. He always does. He always will. Nothing more, sir. And all the game-changing moments. Marcus Rashford. He can't miss at the moment, Marcus Rashford. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Now Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp hailed his side's powers of recovery after they edged past the Wolves in the FA Cup. Harvey Elliott's first half stunner uh, booked a fourth round trip uh, to Brighton as the holders kept their defence alive with a 1-0 win. It looked a little bit more like Liverpool, Chris, that, uh, <laughs> albeit that it was different personnel, but certainly the high press was back, yeah. the energy in midfield was back, uh, the control of the game was, was back as well. And uh, uh, Wolves, yes gave as good as they got uh, but Liverpool will take a lot of positives out of this game and and I think it's definitely a win that was needed for Liverpool um, I think that Liverpool's side was missing um, previously some dynamism especially mm. in midfield and I think in this game we saw it once again so it's great to see that back and I'm hoping that Jurgen Klopp has found a working formula that he can continue with because without that impetus I, I don't think Liverpool is going to be having a very fantastic season going yeah, forward he's been fighting a lot including Witchcraft uh, at uh, the uh, <laughs> base. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, how many injuries the man have to cope with? Like, and people are getting crocked at you training. You guys need to call yes. Mane so he can yes. call his Babalao back home. And well, he's injured out. himself. He should sort himself out first. <laughs> yes, exactly. He should sort himself out. Yikes. Jurgen Klopp fighting all sorts of demons. But he says that he's going to refresh the squad in the off season. Now, rest of last night's matches, the FA Cup third round replays uh, for screen. Uh, losing to Birmingham City 2-1 Birmingham City go through Bristol City going through over Swansea 2-1 they won uh, Luton Town progress uh, courtesy of a 2-1 win over Wigan and then West Bromwich Albion uh, coming and showing just how
how imperious they can be 4-0 winners over Chesterfield tonight FA Cup third round replay action is Leeds taking on a Cardiff Leeds sorely needing to progress in this tournament because their season is looking a bit rickety there's also Premier League uh, action tonight it's Crystal Palace taking on Manchester United Manchester United will be hoping to continue their fine form in London but Sallows Park a very difficult venue small field and they'll need to be very careful of that Crystal Palace side Antonio Conte has questioned why managers are left to face all the difficult questions while those in charge of Premier League clubs stay silent in another apparent dig at the chairman Daniel Levy before tomorrow's trip to Manchester City the Tottenham boss suggested it suits clubs to hide while their coaches are forced into the firing line let's hear from Conte there is a bad habit that there is only the coach to speak and to explain I have never seen the medical department to come here to explain why this uh, uh, player uh, uh, is having a difficulty to recover. Uh, it's the same also, I, I never seen uh, the, 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 the club uh, or sporting director to, to come here and to explain the strategy, the, the vision of, of the club. Is in England because in Italy, for example, in, in Italy, every game, every game before the game, there is a, a, a person of the club that go with the media and uh, and then uh, has to uh, answer many questions. I think that for us uh, should be could be really really uh, better. See, sure, that's. Uh there's lots to unpack. I don't think we've got enough time to do, but let's try. Antonio Conte there, trying to deal with his internal dynamic and saying that clearly insinuating that he wants to spend, he wants to refresh the squad, but he's not getting money. I think he's uh, a bit frustrated with the constant questions from the media around issues that he probably doesn't have control over, issues sure. around Tottenham's finances, mm-hmm. uh, investment, and we know that Daniel Levy is a, a very frugal man. Very. Uh, he has done some good things for Tottenham. He's built the best stadium in the in world yeah, yeah, by yeah. a lot of people's standards yeah. that Tottenham is playing football in, uh, and he's also, of course, brought them a, a modicum of success guys let's not forget where Spurs were was or uh, listen, just going back 10 years ago yeah, yeah. they were yeah. absolutely nowhere yeah. just a mid-table team and sometimes would flirt with uh, with, with relegation, relegation yeah. uh, but he's managed to turn them into a very competitive outfit but the frustration for uh, a lot of Tottenham fans as well as a lot of Tottenham managers is that the investment needed to take that step up yeah. to challenge the for traditional honest, heavyweights yeah. and the honours and start winning trophies yeah. is not coming from Daniel Levy. Yeah, it's not coming. Out. And it's so Conte is saying, he says, speak to him. And it <laughs> don't speak to me. <laughs> and it doesn't look like it's like it's coming. And now the challenge is that the results are patchy. Yeah. Uh, so he's beginning to look bad as a manager. But he talks about the fact that, listen, investment is not coming in terms of the playing squad. And, and th- that's a very key part and I'm sure even when they're doing the evaluation just taking a look at that squad the biological assets the biological assets as they're called those Mm. are a very key part of any football club and as a coach and manager you can only do so much yes we talk we can talk about tactics we can talk about a setup we can talk about you know their opponents but effectively if you do not have the skill base to work off of to move yourselves from being 14 points off the top you simply don't have it yeah Antonio Conte cutting a very frustrated figure and uh 
uh, I think that goes for many managers uh, in uh, the England's top flight uh, who want spending to happen. We also saw Jurgen Klopp uh, uh, fretting over the structure, the wage structure at Liverpool as well. Let's go to Spain very quickly before we leave. The league that makes football all so beautiful, where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile, and Real Madrid has Benzema. Karim Benzema has kept his nerve and has given Real Madrid the lead. All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport. Some very interesting transfer news happening in Spain is that Yannick Carrasco's agent, Pini Zahavi, he's confirmed that the Atletico winger is keen on a move to Barcelona as part of a deal that would see Memphis Depay move the other way. A swap deal has been whispered about for a few days now, although it seems there's still a way to go before an agreement is found. If this deal does happen, uh, you've got to say you can see Yannick Carrasco fitting a little bit easier into a Barcelona setup than he presently does into a uh, Atletico setup because he has more defensive duties at Atleti. Yeah, uh, very good player. Uh, and uh, it also speaks into the fact that uh, I think Rafinha's, uh, hasn't he hasn't really convinced Xavi. Yeah. Uh, and he's looking for reinforcements uh, in that particular area. Of the thing. Areas, and I think uh, another beneficiary will, of course, be uh, Lewandowski mm. because we know that Carrasco has got a very good ball into the box. Yeah. He makes good decisions. And he also chimes in with the odd goal here and there. Sure. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's such Certainly business that will make sense because Memphis Depay, with Ansu Fati now regaining fitness, the chances for him playing are even less uh, so than before. Uh, so I think he should look for a way out. Atletico, I think, is a good place for him to go. He doesn't have to move very far. It's in the same country, uh, same culture. Uh, and of course, uh, Atletico Madrid will embrace him. Yeah. Uh, they need that sort of a player. He's, he's skillful. He does score goals. But the problem is that you've got Lewandowski in front of you. Yeah. Uh, and you if he's fit, he plays. Chris, the, the famous street poet uh, Eminem said, uh, <laughs> "You only get Mutabaruka." Eminem said, "Do not miss your chance to blow. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow." Before Ansu Fati was playing down the middle, uh, before there was up, Robert Lewandowski, <laughs> <laughs> what was he talking about? <laughs> there was Memphis Depay. He had an opportunity yeah. to impress at Barcelona, but was focused on everything else except his football. Now, he's he's got to move on. Yeah, it's very evident. And he's at a Barcelona side that is moving and moving very quickly. Mm, so yeah. that that window was not very big. And it's, it's unfortunate because Memphis hasn't risen to the occasion in the way that I think a lot of fans and even Xavi himself was expecting. Yeah, and uh, there's some Spanish Copa del Rey fixtures uh, tonight. Sporting Gijón. Uh, yeah, these are the legacy names in Spanish mm. football. They take on Valencia. Zaragoza. Zaragoza. The Athletic Club takes on Espanyol Levante to entertain Atletico Madrid and Real Betis will be taking on the Japanese of Osasuna. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. We'll catch you tomorrow, mate. Godless you, Bessie. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Menande, out. Lionel Messi has conquered his final peak. Lionel Messi has shaken hands with paradise. The biggest sports stories. Max Verstappen has taken the checkered flag to win the Japanese Grand Prix. The biggest interviews. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. And I wouldn't be Serena if it wasn't Venus. So thank you, Venus. And all the 
analysis right here. There's no question that LeBron James at the worst is a top three player in the history of basketball since the game was invented. I don't want to hear that. It's just blasphemous. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's CFM Sport on CFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Mandel, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.